brother to know the exact layout of your home. Are there like <laughs> laser boundaries that you could set up for a Roomba too? Like, doesn't it there's come like with... different grades of models? Like, you can get like the Furby style dipshit Roomba, which is basically what we have, and then you can get like the you know Wait, what makes it the Furby style? Like the like that's the lowest tech robot that I can think of. <laughs> oh, got it. It's Furby to Wally is the scale. Okay, got it. Yeah, that makes sense. And yeah. Wally is like a cleaning robot, so I, I yeah, that that makes extra sense. Thank you. Um, yeah, Furby it? doesn't really clean, but did you guys have one of those? Yeah, just wake up in the middle of the night and Squawking. like annoy your parents. <laughs> oh, yeah. Just yelling at it. Learn words. I cannot wait until someone in the friend group has a kid, so we can all compete to buy them the most annoying and loud toy. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, annoying and loud, do you say? <laughs> is that what you're asking for? What is the most annoying and loud toy? Uh, well, I, ha- I had I had an incredibly annoying Luke? and loud novelty item when we were living together, Luke. The popcorn machine? No, that well, that was novelty, but not very loud. No, it was my <laughs> uh, Mississippi State cowbell. Oh, oh yeah, we talked it. about it today. Don't I don't I don't have it nearby. Oh, thank you, Zach. What a shame. Give that the people what they want. It was so, so loud. It was oh, unbelievable. I think I rattled it one time in the apartment, and I was like, that's it. <laughs> yeah, the toilet's got a mini one. I got the one from your wedding. Oh, wow. It's on display. That's a pull. Mine, unfortunately, broke. Sorry to say, Zach. What? Were you shaking it too hard? What was the occasion? <laughs> yeah. I, I think it, Nick it falls into the game and we night off. <laughs> oh. Yeah, Luke was actually ripping shots out of it. <laughs> I think it met its demise at the Hot Carl concert. I was gonna, I was gonna say actually, no. Luke was playing it at the Hot Carl concert. It just broke. Uh, that's thirty dollars. They're actually, they're actually playing. Speaking of Hot Carl's playing the weekend that Katie and I are gonna be up on the island. And the Cleveland Steamers? Yeah, it's Hot Carl and his Cleveland Steamers. <laughs> no, it's uh, it's Hot Carl unplugged. <laughs> Hot Carl artistic <laughs> set. They had some creative differences in parted ways. Inspired by the Nirvana unplugged album. It, they're, the Cleveland Steamers are now the CS quartet now. They're going in like a different, more ambient direction. All right, welcome to a Midworst podcast where that is a joke for approximately three people, um, and all of them happen to be on this Zoom call. My name is Luke. I'm Sack. And my name is Toilet. My alternate intro was going to be, speaking of Cleveland Steamers, my name is Toilet, and welcome to a Midworst podcast. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Again, one of these days we'll get the intro right. One day we will. Okay, this there was ep- like a half second pause there. That wasn't that bad. We got ep thirty six on the books. Is that true? Um. Well, I'm trying to decide whether or not I want to release this one this week or this one next week. Uh, um, a little behind uh, the scenes. We're uh, going on vacation next week, and we've got one in the one in the bag right now. One, one, one in, in the, the chamber. Bag. One in the oh. chamber got uh one in the chamber so we'll either do this one this week or uh perhaps next week it depends on where this free-flowing conversation touches on adult topics what should we plan our anniversary um situation right now do what should the listeners get us as a gift what do we do for each other should we do like a a, a live stream situation maybe a, a live show i think i think i'll get you guys 
I think I get, I'll get you guys some cowbells. <laughs> there we go. Get Luke a new cowbell. I'll get Toilet the mic adapter that he needs to plug his actual USB mic into his MacBook Pro so he's not using a gaming headset. <laughs> okay, and then I need to get something for Zach, and I'm going to get him that 78-inch uh, sh- uh, shaft driver that Bryson uses. <laughs> yes. Oh, perfect. To- Toilet's really going out there spending $800 on a golf club for Zach. <laughs> uh, speaking of, should we start there? We got a little collapse from our boy Brooksy. I did not watch the U.S. Open at all. So. Yeah, hand uh, hand up. I was I was busy on Sunday, and it's a topic that we could get to at some point. Oh, you were busy on a Sunday in June, and you were not on your couch watching golf. No, I was actually busy watching NASCAR. Oh, okay. Let's just jump to that then. Tell us about okay. your experience. Okay, we we want to just jump right into the NASCAR experience. Yeah, who let's cares about NASCAR? Golf? We, we are a golf podcast. We are John Ram one. Uh. Yeah, woo, John Ram one. Great, awesome. Okay, moving on. So, yeah, this past week was the uh, inaugural Ally 400 race at the Nashville Super Speedway. But in, fun... in honor of all the allies during Pride Month, it's the Ally 400. <laughs> yes. Is this the first annual? Uh, inaugural Ally inaugural. 400. But okay. it's kind of, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to give an F. I'm going to have to give a, put a big old F on the, on the race, on the race people, because uh, it actually was 399 laps. Uh? And oh. not 400 laps. Why not? Did they pull the red or flag? 400 miles, or 399, 399 laps for 399 left turns. Yes, well, 399 times four. Actually, it's five because it's a tri-oval track, but whatever. We'll we'll talk about that later. Tri-oval track, you just blew my brain. Yeah, so like, it makes like, instead of making a perfect oval, mm-hmm. at the top it kind of goes like that. Oh. Which is like for the people who are not watching this Zoom, I'm putting my fingers up almost like a the, the videos that I consistently release to YouTube. That, maybe is that's this... what we do for our anniversaries. We actually do a video Ooh. show. Oh no. my gosh, should we get a YouTube channel? Like I'd be subscribe? black screen, or I could have filters on. That'd be fun. Yeah, exactly. We'll 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 give you the cartoon filter. Have you seen that one? No. Like the real the really spooky one that makes you look like oh. kind of a CGI Rapunzel style Disney prince. Okay, perfect. That's we'll like, really a, like a right big nose Halloween. and the gigantic eyes. Perfect. I love it. Uh, okay. So you're watching them spin around the triangle. So yeah, watching them drive fast, watching them turn left. Um, so I, I have just a bunch of observations that I'm just going to oh go from God. the start. Okay, I'm going to go from the start. Zach I wrote was a bunch there with his, with his uh, note, notebook writing things down. Eagle eye, <laughs> big J, big J move. Well, you know, <laughs> journalists aren't really too fond of thought too thought, thought of too highly unless you're working for a couple of uh, networks there but we'll pass we're getting um, yeah I'm, I'm with the daily caller we're, <laughs> we're for the federalist no no one from the federalist <laughs> would be caught dead in a nascar race um okay so we're gonna start off with there's a couple of things i want to talk about first this is kind of i guess like easing my way back into crowds and sporting events because i think this is this is the first sporting event i've been to Sets. I think the last sporting event I went to was like a Preds game or something. Ooh, and it was asses to elbows, I assume. Uh, yeah, it was asses to elbows. We had about forty thousand plus, forty five thousand or so. So it's basically the size of like a sold out Wrigley Field. Is this the one where your wife got called down onto the ice and got to shoot a little slapper from the blue line? No, no. Well, we did. That was that was a uh, company party that was put ah. on at Bridgestone. Uh, ah, okay, okay. But uh. Yeah. Okay. So first, first thing, first things first. So we live about 
40 miles or so from the track. Mm. And it's all interstate from here to there. So in a normal day, 40 miles on the interstate should take, what do you think, 45 40 minutes? 40 minutes, yeah. yeah 40, 40, 45 minutes. We left the house at 10.30 a.m. And the green flag, which is, that's that's how you say it. Instead of saying race, start, Ooh. you just say green flag. Got so it. The yeah, green flag was at uh, was at 2.30. Mm. We made it into our seats just in time for the green flag so like oh what? My God. we ended up we drove it took us it took us about it took us about i don't know 40 minutes or so to get like to the exit 40 45 minutes and then from there it took uh, i don't know about two and a half hours or so just to crawl about four miles to get to the parking lot residents is... of arlington heights here's what you yeah, have to residents, look forward exactly, to. exactly so like so so what happened was like people were getting off too at different exits because the gps was like hey take this back road instead into the into the uh parking lot but every time you took the back road like you would drive up for a little bit and then at the next intersection there'd be a police officer telling you to turn back around or there'd be a gate mm. So instead, they should have just had everybody at the. They should have had the police officers before you could make the turn. But that's neither here nor there. Um, so it was. They they basically had. From one from like all the exit ramps, it was like one one by one, everybody moving in and then merging together. And then there's this huge. Then you could come from the other direction, and there's like this huge three mile straightaway where it has three lanes. And everybody was just in one lane in the far right. And they had no traffic cops out there, like directing traffic or anything. Oh. It was oh. just like, this is what would happen. This is, it was, you know how everybody always complains, like you would be at a party or something like that in college and some guy would be drunk. And he'd be like, why is traffic a thing, right? If everybody moves in the same direction at the same speed, there shouldn't be traffic. I, I mean, I, I haven't met this person, but this is I, me. This person is me. <laughs> that's that's toilet. Okay. <laughs> I might I, if it was me, it would be like more theoretical. Like, man, how do cars work? But that would be inspired by marijuana, not necessarily just like frustration. Lost traffic yeah. So what was kind of funny though is like we were driving in a different direction. We were driving like toward. We were in the herd, right? Driving towards the parking lot, and then there were people driving in the other direction, clearly monitoring their GPS. As the GPS is telling you to take these back roads that were going to be closed. And so uh, I was kind of like pointing and laughing as I went <laughs> by. That was like my only, that was my so only helpful. moments of joy. Um, that, that is absolutely so, terrible. So Four this hours is like, like 40 miles. Yeah. So envision, envision like, envision any sort of situation where you ever see traffic cops or traffic cones and just be so thankful that those exist because they didn't exist in this situation. So next time, not to jump ahead, you're going to roll in at hopefully 6 a.m. So you got enough time to guess some beers in the lot with your wife. Exactly. Absolutely. Okay, All right. We um, learned that. We well, make this next, mistake time, next time, next time, I'm just going to get an RV and just camp out for the entire week. I'm going to show <laughs> yeah, up on Thursday, <laughs> Thursday, get to the campground. Yeah. Be there for the Friday, Friday night trucks, the Saturday night. Um, oh, gosh. Xfinity series. And then the... The cup. Sunday morning the brunch su- the ride. Sunday morning, Sunday morning qualifiers, and then the cup. Boom, there you go. Um, okay, so then moving, moving on. Another point that I brought up, stadium phone. Definitely forgot about that. What's oh, that? yeah. Stadi- stadium phone. You know when you're like with a bunch of people and you have reception, but you can't access any apps, you can't oh. access the internet or anything like that? Like definitely forgot about that. Yeah, 
it's been it, it's been a while exactly <laughs> like i was sitting there trying to like get my DraftKings to load and make my bets <laughs> luckily i was able to get enough separation from the herd <sighs> to make them lost Almost. all of them lost all of them though <laughs> um so then moving on so we did we made it in time we made it in time it kind of did suck because i had like a like a little village sort of set up with like all these like trucks and like cool machinery and shit and like free stuff that you could get but like we didn't we were trying to get there right before the race started because like you know like you want to be there for the flyover and all that sort of stuff and so we didn't really make it in time thanks a lot traffic but we got into our seats and we made it in time for the uh invocation and i just think more things need to start with prayer Right? More things to start with prayer before dinner. Like, can you imagine, like, a prayer before an NFL football game? Yeah, they do it in the locker room. I well, like... what, if they, what if they do it for the fans, too? Like, like God, God, bless the, God bless these football teams, these football players, and these fans drinking ice-cold Coors Light, this prayer bought to you by the Miller Coors. Coors Light. <laughs> brought to you by the Miller Coors Company. I think it makes the most sense before a racing event because it seems like the highest probability of certain death of any. No, kind of there it's event. it like it basically it's like moves its moves its way along and then the last section is supposed to be like and prayers for these drivers because they're about to, you know, drive uh, two hundred miles an hour six inches apart from each other. Sweat fifty pounds we, of sweat out of their body. Exactly. We invoke the god of speed and then, like a guitar <laughs> solo. <Yeah>. <laughs> 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 okay so that so that we did uh gentlemen start your engines uh we had luke combs do it country music star and that was it was a good it was a good moment the the engine starting not as loud as i thought great flyover great flyover we had these uh old timey like world war one slash beginning of world war two biplanes with colors streaming from the back that was pretty awesome i think you might what colors Insta. red white and oh. blue these colors don't run, brother. Red, white, and blue. I don't know. It's the Ally 400. They might want to like use it's their branded purple. shade of magenta. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just like you can't figure out if it's an Ally or a T-Mobile event. <laughs> um, um, I did, can I back up really quick? Yeah, sure. I back think... Up all you want. Okay, so you said... Well, it's, sorry, it's um, called reverse in, in car guy <laughs> lingo. It's called... Uh, reverse. reverse. Let's reverse. Um, okay. You said... Uh, gentlemen start your engines engines which is just like an awesome one line before the event starts it is and that would that made me think of what other ones exist in other sports so baseball you got play ball Mm -hmm. Uh, that's that's a that's a qual that's a quality this is like an impromptu mount rushmore and i like this it really is um and then i want to end it with a question uh next one are you ready for some football that's That's only on Sunday Monday, nights, though. That's Monday, Monday, night Monday nights. I know, but I, I don't know if there's another one for football. Does it have another one? Uh, that's the one that no. came to mind for me. No, it's, it's a whistle. Fo- football, yeah, it's the the one that the Bears. Are... No, I'm just, I don't, I have no <laughs> idea. Uh, the only other one I thought of top of brain was wrestling uh, ready to rumble. Yeah, it's let's really get ready to one. rumble. Yeah. Um, I think all sports should have one. Does basketball have one? Uh, lightning in the thunder. Lightning in the thunder. thunder. Not, the ex ambassadors. <laughs> <laughs> renegades. <laughs> Feeling like we're renegades. There isn't like a slogan, though. We should come up with some and try to get them. Like Yabo, we should just try and get some slogans going. This place is bouncing. Just, just uh, <laughs> what could we take? What could we steal from Mike Breen instead of saying "bang"? Just boom. 
<laughs> right before tip off, just boom, boom. Uh, then yeah. hockey, it's uh, what's what did Chance the rapper say? Like, let's do that hockey. Let's do that hockey. <laughs> I like that. that hockey. <laughs> let's do that hockey. We're um, gonna get trending. That's our homework. In cricket, they read like a couple of uh, stanzas from a Robert Burns poem before they get started <laughs> every game. <laughs> Perfect. Golf is another prayer. Oh, soccer. Um, just uh, grab the nearest child. Ah, grab. Oh yeah, child. grab the, the nearest child. Or, or or like it, it like totally embellish singing your national anthem and start crying while you do it too. Mm. Yeah, I mean, there's been a lot of them. I didn't realize how long some of these national anthems are. There's there's a couple that are spanning into like the three and a half minute range. We're about to be reminded of all that. Just wait another two months. We'll have some uh, Olympics takes out there. Oh, oh yeah, one hundred percent. We we should we should assign out like just obscure sports to each of us that we have to make. We have to we have Ooh, to cover homework. Yeah, we have to cover. Cover. Journalists, take some notes. Journalists, yeah. All right, back to your notes. Okay. Like, what you got? Yeah, back to, yeah, back speaking to my... As our official NASCAR correspondent. Uh, okay, so the uh, first first three laps are pretty cool when, like, they get every all the racers out there and then they get the um, uh, pace car. And then they usually do about three three laps or so, maybe two laps, and then the pace car drops off. And it's actually awesome when, like, they – turn on the accelerators or excuse me they go full throttle mm. uh it's pretty fucking awesome and they, so they it's do a so loud and like all of a sudden like this the stands kind of start start shaking a little bit mm. and they come by and they're like packed up they're probably within like you know a couple of feet of each other driving all of a sudden going from like going from like 60 or so or not even probably like 45 up to up to like you know 200 miles an hour that was pretty cool but then on the on the third lap you gotta put three fingers in the air because we all remember we all remember senior you put oh, three Dale. fingers up in the god. air god needed a driver god needed a driver you put three fingers up on the third lap and the put guy three the... fingers up for the latin kings baby <laughs> <laughs> so i hear you this start sounds like it's pretty cool but wouldn't it be kind of cool if they kind of started like all in a straight line from being stopped and then park or like reverse and <laughs> yeah. they like turn around really quick? Yeah, that's Fast what I was going to say. Like, do all races start with a flying start or do any of them start from the grid like, no, like it's all, does? It's, no, it's not starting. It's all flying start. Mm, they get to the, okay. the Geico restart zone is what it's called. Ah, uh, okay. <laughs> It's like the like like the like 500 yards before the checkered flag is the Geico restart zone. We should sponsor a corner of the triangle next year, the amp corner, and there's like a tiny little ramp. And like the <laughs> car, if you don't hit it right, you could like ramp out of the stadium. Boop, see ya. Yeah. So the the race the race itself was pretty was actually pretty uneventful. There were 11 cautions, no major. Um, no wrecks. Yeah, no, no major wrecks. Uh, this is like Kyle... the Simpsons episode where everyone was like, <gasps> and then, uh... <laughs> yeah, there, there were a couple, there were a couple moments. We actually were sit, we were actually in the stands closest to turn two, which again, that's another NASCAR uh... thing, like or racing thing, actually. Too, you got to number the turns, mm-hmm. and so you say near turn two, and yeah, that was how where, many turns that was were there? Where... Five, three, triangle. Uh, no, there's no, no. There's actually two turns and one at one end of the oval because like you technically make one and then you make another. 
Oh, so six? Yeah, so it's not one continuous turn. I guess they, it's probably four because they don't really consider the straightaway up at the nub to be a turn. Okay, I cannot picture the shape on this track at yeah, all. Yeah, it kind of, it like, kind of blows. Like, when you think about it and someone says trioval, you're like, wait, I don't really know how that, then how that works. But then when you see it, it's just barely, barely uh, not a noble. Um, so, yeah, Kyle, Kyle Larson ended up winning, which is, I guess, kind of hashtag problematic. It looks kind of yeah, like it looks, like. looks kind of like this. Yeah. Everybody, Luke is showing like what would be like the top part of a Goomba from Mario. <laughs> That's kind of what it looks like without the legs. And if I mm. draw a little face on it, it's the Zoloft mascot. Do you remember that? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Sponsor the pod. Can we get that? Z- Zoloft, come on the pod. Yeah, toilet is shared. yeah toilet right there. The Las Vegas Motor Speedway that's considered a trioval. Ah, the Las Vegas Motor Speedway. Yeah, we all know that. We everyone knows this. Okay, also, so you were sitting the, here. Uh, yeah, something like that. That's yeah, that's not the Nashville one. I don't oh know what gosh. one that is. But anyways. <laughs> this yeah i think that is it yeah we were over yeah i've uh, exact see where that this is far, no this other is side other side radio. this is terrible radio okay i'm gonna move on <laughs> um there actually was a cool time though at the end when kyle, kyle larson was up by like he was ahead by like six seconds or so but like he would drive past and cut his engine off this is conserving gas and like it would just sound like somebody was blowing a blow dart past your face mm. That's that interesting cool. that they that they would cut fuel as opposed to pitting oh, if he was that no. far ahead. No, and it's not well this was the la- this is probably the last like 20 laps or so but like he wasn't like not hitting the accelerator. He was just turning his fucking engine off and then coasting wow. at like you know 200 miles an hour or so but um just chilling. So now moving, moving on just moving into more of the experience part well the, the race was the race was fun I had a good time. Yeah, I need to know the snack the situation in the So the stadium situation. so well the stadium stadium prices again forgot about those. Mm. Um guys remember member stadium prices? Um, oh yeah. So I we did. got two we got two brisket sandwiches and two beers and that was about $40. 60 bucks. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I mean in all fairness the brisket sandwich was out of this world. Okay. It, it should be if you're paying twenty bucks for a sandwich. Yeah, basically. Yeah, it was about I think it was what, thirteen, thirteen to twenty six, and then the beer was like twelve bucks each or something. Mm. Mm. Ouch. All oh yeah, all the tax and everything like that. Um wh- uh, another thing the guy who was sitting in front of me was kinda like I also forgot about this at sporting events. Like, you know, like have you been to a sporting event recently where you've felt a little new to it and so you might be asking questions to the person sitting to your left who came with you or maybe you're at a sporting event for a team that you don't normally follow well the guy in front of me was a know-it-all and Mm. so like i kept asking my father-in-law questions about you know what sort of like tactics kevin harvick he races for penske racing (laughs) yeah basically that was that was about it like i was asking questions about like kyle larson's car or like what's going on and the guy would just like turn back and be like he has to pit okay he's gonna have to pit at some point <laughs> like i definitely didn't ask to talk to him at all <laughs> he's the progressive commercial personified oh, god exactly. how many how many inches of butt crack was this guy sporting in, in, in no his he was he wasn't he wasn't that kind of he wasn't that kind of country he was more like uh kind of more like hill country like wearing a pantera shirt and mm. 
um, cut off, cut uh, 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 cut off jeans. The, that the very of, rare that like NASCAR elitist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, there there were a lot. There were a lot of speaking of the garb was very very interesting. Um, mm. Two rows ahead of us were a couple, uh, husband and wife, probably in their sixties or so. They were wearing. Uh, matching shirts that were navy blue with uh, American flags on the back that said "We the people have had enough." Mm. Oh, yeah. So I, I, I mean, that's that... a little open, open, uh, open endorsement of uh, QAnon, I believe. Yeah, mm. that is Q. That's Q stuff. That's Q that's, merch for sure. That's definitely Q merch. So uh, couples goals, right? Um, <laughs> then moving on, there is another guy who had a shirt that said, and I've seen this before, but I thought it was just interesting and so can't hear you over the sound of my freedom mm. oh i'm wearing but, a towel yeah uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah um yeah the same freedoms that i guess we both have uh but anyways uh but there were a lot he, of... he's deaf from firing a gun indoors without proper <laughs> ear protection exactly. it's so facto freedom exactly um we had a lot of bejeweled rhinestone Ooh. gear like okay uh, you know, maybe like, like, a, like a like a like a Kevin Harvick jersey, Kevin Harvick shirt, or a Chase Elliott shirt of some sort, and the number in the front will be bedazzled. What was the um like the crowd favorite? What was the driver that had the most support that you saw? Uh, our section there was a lot of Chase Elliott support. People like Chase. He's kind of like the good the good the good boy. He's got mm. the he's he's he he's a good racer. Um, a little bit like. Kind of young, but not quite the youngest. Uh, okay. I would equate him to like somebody in their they could prof- like a pro football player in their mid to late twenties or so. Like a like a dame. Like a dame, exactly. Yes, okay. exactly. Like a like a dame Lillard, exactly. Okay. Got it. Um, and then there's a lot of Kyle Larson support, but that's like you know cheering for the front runner. Got it. That would be a lot of, lot of Jeff. Be, that'd be like yeah, that'd be like a lot of like Tom be like if everybody was obsessed with Tom Brady, um, there were, there were some Jeff Gordon. There was a lot actually Luke and we need to get, we need to cop some of this merch badly. So there's a lot of Hooters in Winston vintage. Yeah. NASCAR stuff that we, have def- that we definitely have to get our hands on. Mm. Uh, Marlboro car. Also a lot of eighties, you know, those baseball shades from the eighties, that people wore they're like super they're kind of like neon and they're they're really thick and they'll cover like a ton of your like oh yeah i know what you're talking like wraparounds but they're like not black they're like they're like neon color yeah exactly iridescent very good um there's a lot of that some Mm. unironic mullets Ooh. uh like men wearing cut off short jeans like how short? Iron- ironically though oh. oh like like dies out for the boys okay okay a lot of I, I i enjoy right now for the listeners right for the viewers excuse me toilets going tarps off yeah there are a lot of there are a lot of guys with tarps off okay a lot of and breast then, tattoos um yeah a lot of t- oh tons and tons of tats a lot of beer guts mm. uh trump flags mm-hmm. from the rvs and in the infield Oh, yeah. They had the Ben, the Confederate flag, so they had to bust out something else. Exactly, right? they, they had to have a ready, ready-made substitute. <laughs> uh, and then, as we're as we're walking about, walking out, another thing I've missed in COVID was just seeing insanely drunk people 
Mm. Who oh, are yeah. way more intoxicated than any other person around him. Like, granted, this is also a Sunday, too. So, like, most of the people there, like, nobody was really out of hand. Like, nobody was yelling or screaming or anything like that. Like, we had a pretty, pretty subdued uh, section. But at the end, this guy was like toilet. He was probably your size. And he had two <laughs> friends who were like Luke and my size. <laughs> and he was getting like he was like so drunk at one point he had to take his boots off and walk barefoot stumble barefoot and um i don't know how this kept happening because like i was trying to push the pace and i was walking beside my mother-in-law and we were like kind of like i was like hey we gotta speed up a little bit and like get around this guy and we're kind of like walking and laughing at him too because like he's just so unbelievably drunk stumbling everywhere so as we're walking up like all of a sudden the crowd starts to Mm. starts to funnel into mm-hmm. the exit and he gets closer and closer and all of a sudden i hear his buddies like i can hear that like uh, that noise it is no. like no not here he's like right he's like a foot behind my mother-in-law and i just said to grab her and pulled her over at the right moment he doesn't throw up instead he just like f- like kind of like leans over and just rips the biggest fattest jaw out of his mouth and just oh chucks it onto the, onto the ground and then <laughs> He goes and sits down afterwards, and then we caught up with him again as he's stumbling through the lot. But it was it was amazing. I was like, uh, "This is the theater that I missed. This is the theater that I missed." That dude must be rich to get drunk in a NASCAR stadium and then rip a huge chaw in the sun. I yeah. feel like that guy. Pete, oh, there is. There is you're a really lot. drunk. There was... We need to sober you up. Here's some Copenhagen. <laughs> That'll help. There is there is an insane amount of tobacco consumption as well. Ugh. I feel like it's a sport that doesn't have the opportunity for heckling. So if you're going to get drunk, you're probably not going to get like drunk and aggressive. It's more just like you're going to be sauced a little bit. Yeah. And, and also it was super hot too. It was like 95 degrees and a be- I mean, it was a beautiful day. There wasn't a single cloud in the sky. So like if I mean, you're drinking, you're going to be like, it's like a Lollapalooza kind of Those drunk. racetracks bake, too. Exactly. It's probably like 10 degrees hotter in and then, that facility. Yeah, and then when you walk out of the stands, you get to the concourse behind. It's all asphalt. And so, yeah, yeah. you're just like basically in a frying pan. But, um, yeah, it was great. And then uh, at the parking lot afterwards, I had my George Costanza moment. Do you mind if I give like two minutes to do my George Costanza moment? Before you do... Can you uh-huh. tell us if there were any fist fights or? Oh, any we're other, like... we're oh, we're getting we're getting there. Ah, we're getting okay, there. Okay, okay, we're getting what there. A, what a great segue. So <laughs> as as remember if you remember, like I discussed earlier, how bad it was to get into the parking lot. Well, guess what? Everybody decided yeah. to get out of the parking lot at the same sure. time. Sure, it's tough to beat so traffic at a NASCAR. If event. you envision, <laughs> if you envision like those, if you go to like a. a, a like a music festival or like a outdoor concert venue, right? Like they'll have these huge grass fields and you'll park in, you'll park in rows. And then all of a sudden in between the rows, you get lanes and the exit Mm -hmm. lanes are kind of how people start moving. Well, we had about one, two, three, we had about 10 rows of cars. I'd say probably about maybe four to 500 cars. And it all at one point had to go down to one lane to get out of this parking lot. Mm -hmm. So you have all these different sources, all these different lanes, everybody trying to funnel in. Well, I am pulling out and like you have all like a bunch of we're kind of late to get to our car and all the lanes are already full. 
So I'm trying to pull out and there's this Jeep who's next to me. And the Jeep before we were getting into the parking lot as I was sitting in traffic for four hours, he decided to cut every single fucking person on the shoulder. And then mm-hmm. the, the traffic the traffic officer at the front of the gate for the parking lot decided to let him go in front of me. And so I'm like sitting there steaming. I'm like, I did not just fucking wait four hours of traffic to let this asshole get in front of me. Well, anyways, we ended up parking next to each other. So we we're trying to get out. The this Jeep guy, we'll call him Jeep Jerk. Jeep Jerk's Jeep buddy jerk. before before Jeep Jerk lets Jeep Jerk in, and then I'm kind of on the inside. So I'm like, okay, bud, we're just both gonna go together, right? Like you and I will both inch out, and then I will go after I will go after you. No, no, no. Jeep Jerk came across, and he's like, no, sir, no shot. So I said, you know what? Fuck you. And said there was enough of an area where I could drive in between the two rows that were trying to get out of traffic, and so. Basically, I cut all these people in line, and then all of a sudden, the both lanes kind of come together. <laughs> they have to merge, and so I'm sitting. You have one lane on the left, one lane on the right, and then you have grass in the area, and that's me in the middle of the grassy area, and all these people honking at me, not <laughs> they were going to let me get in. And finally, Katie kind of has to like, lead out the window and point to a guy. like, She like faked it. She's like, oh, it looks like we got stuck, and the, guy's, and the guy says, yeah, I'm sure you did, and finally <laughs> let us through. But then as we're waiting there, some dude gets out of his car from like four or five cars behind us and he gets up to the top of the hill where all the cars are trying to get into one lane and he starts yelling at a traffic cop and like he is screaming and fuming and the traffic cop doesn't really say anything back to him and he just kind of stops looks around everybody just goes fuck and then walks back to his car car. it was great but yeah there there weren't any fist fights toilet but there were like a couple of like people shouting leaning out of cars shouting at each other that's so to cool that you get like lot. so that was the experience and we got home about 8 30 40 000 people who just watched cars drive as fast as possible feeling like that energy getting into their car and it's like parking lot yes <laughs> yeah so that was that was my nascar experience overall i enjoyed it i had a ton of fun and i Really look forward to going to it next year or going to a race somewhere else. But they definitely need to get their fucking shit together on the uh, on the in, on the uh, infrastructure side. So we we can cover this on a later pod. But I think that the Midwest boys should go to the F one race at Miami next year. Oh, oh, yes. oh, 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 or, or at Coda. Oh, Coda, we can stay with uh, Chew. Yeah, exactly. We could just go to Monaco. What about that? Oh, <laughs> yeah. Hell yes. Yeah. No, that's that's going to be our goal, right? We're going to do enough we're going to do enough self self advertising and and we do enough episodes that we get enough sponsorship dollars we can go to we can go to Monaco. Goals. Goals. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, with with our schedule being so free and open as it is, I think now is the right time where we start doing a second episode every week. Yes. Get that Patreon money. Yeah, that's how we're going to fund our trip to Monaco. Love it should it. be like the first priorities for money that we all have, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, exactly. We're just going to take all the money from the podcast and blow it all in one weekend. <laughs> Go to like the most expensive city on earth with a casino, a very Project famous X. casino nonetheless. <laughs> All right. That, I, that was a cultural experience, Zach. Thank you for uh, being our NASCAR correspondent this week. Yeah, you're welcome. I took plenty of notes. 
All right, Toilet, you've got a lot here, and everything on my list can wait until any other week. So uh, let's cover us off with some of your stuff. Okay. Um, yeah, I've uh, I've had a couple of these. They're kind of evergreen topics that um, have just kind of come up in the last few weeks or not. Um, I'm trying to think what the most interesting thing is. I guess I'll start with the um, this pinky ring story. So um, – <laughs> I was at a dinner a couple weeks ago and a gentleman um, who I was meeting for the first time had a wedding band on his left hand on his ring finger and they all standard. And then he also had a pinky ring on right next to it. So we have to use the proper pronunciation. Panky ring, panky ring. So (laughs) he's he's wearing a probably sterling silver um, wedding band, which, and it was like very plain, very modern looking, you know, didn't really think anything of it. And then he kind of had like a light gold pinky ring. Um, and I, I had just <laughs> met this right. person. So I'm wondering if either of you in like the social con- context was there was like five or so people. And we were all pretty much meeting each other for the first time. It was myself, Toilette, and then three other mutual friends of a mutual friend um, who was not there because he was making dinner. So would you ask this person like, yo, dude, what's the deal with the pinky ring? Or would you just kind of judge in silence? It's a really I, good question. Luke, you go first. I want to say that I would be the person who, like, in the air of, like, affable conversation would say, like, oh, yeah, sure. Um, you know, what, what's what's the story behind your pinky ring? Like, that's an interesting accessory. But probably in real life, I would be, like, just in my mind, why the hell is this person wearing a pinky ring? <laughs> what, what are you trying to do here? Yeah. I, I would probably, toilet. I would probably say something and be like, oh, nice. I like the pinky ring. Oh yeah. Okay. See if that opens up conversation. That's yeah. like, sarcastic. Like, ring. <laughs> like if oh, I was nice, kinda, man, I like the pinky ring. That's cool. If I was joking with this guy <laughs> or kind of getting a feel for like his general sensibilities, I got the impression that he was kind of stuck up. Um, so I didn't really want to kind of go down that road. My my default is to obviously joke with people, but it didn't seem like a person who would well receive a joke. Um, and then obviously, as soon as you get in the car after meeting some people for the first time and you're with your significant other, you just kind of like not talk shit, but you kind of just like gossip about the people oh, sure. at the party oh, that yeah, you just met. <laughs> a great what, what is the purpose of the dinner party if not for this exact conversation? If to not like feel better about yourself and your partner than to like judge other couples or other people <laughs> you just met for the first time. So um, that's what we did. And I was like, that was kind of weird. Like right next to another ring. Like I, I guess if you're going to be a pinky <laughs> ring guy, like it was just so off-putting to see two rings right next to each other on a man's hand. Like any was, any other rings? No, that was it. Two rings on the left hand, right next to each other. Like I feel like it's kind of common for like some women who like accessories, like lots of different rings, both hands, whatever. Like I feel like there's no rules. Johnny Depp style men. Johnny yes. Depp style men. You know, sure. But this was just like a regular looking dude with like a T-shirt, khaki shorts and like, <laughs> so, like okay, two so, rings on. OK, so if you're if you're going to be the panky ring guy, you got you got to dress the part, too. Yeah, this right? guy you was can't, not... you can't be where you can't be looking like suburban dad who's either mowing the yard or just got off the course after shooting 95 and gassing 17 beers like, <laughs> you, have to, you have to dress like pimp c yeah you have to dress like pimp c or you gotta dress like you know a european soccer player exactly um so i kind you know i mentioned this thing to um Twilight as soon as we get in the car and she's like oh well he's probably an engineer and i was like what 
And she's like, well, that's a thing for engineers. Like, they Duh. Can... <laughs> no, Duh. Okay, so you guys have never heard of this, right? No. Never fucking heard of an engineering pinky ring. Okay, so it's a thing. So when people graduate from undergrad and they have a degree in engineering, they it is a um, like a custom that the people like put on a pinky ring on the hand which they are dominant in writing. And the reason for that is because um, it was uh, like a reminder to engineers to always be like thorough in their work or like remember their roots of like engineering school or whatever. My God. You're right. The engineer, engineer's <laughs> ring. Uh, engineers receive the ring after taking an oath known as the obligation of the engineer. Yeah. <laughs> And oh like, my god, can you Torley, can you read the obligation of the engineer right now, I, please? I certainly will. <clears throat> I'm an engineer. In my profession, <laughs> I take deep pride. To it, I owe solemn obligations. Oh as an engineer. <laughs> as an engineer, I, full name, to- Toilet Sexton, pledge I don't know if this is stolen valor because I'm not an engineer, pledge to practice integrity, capitalized, and fair dealing, tolerance, and respect and to uphold devotion to the standards and dignity of my profession, conscious always that my skill carries with it the obligation to serve humanity by making best use of the Earth's precious wealth. By becoming a petroleum Petroleum engineer. engineer. (laughs) (laughs) By by specializing in plastics. (laughs) As an engineer, I shall participate in none but honest enterprises. Okay. Okay. (laughs) When needed, my skill... When needed, my skill and knowledge shall be given without reservation for the public good. In the performance of duty and in fidelity to my profession, I shall give the utmost. Okay, so it's fidelity. It's a sign. It's a sign of promise. There you go. Yeah. I, I, it's a promise ring that you give yourself. It's a promise, <laughs> you give yourself, promise yeah. ring to to tell the world you're a nerd. Um, so the next must weekend... be an engineer. That was so funny that Toilette knew that right off, like right off the bat. It was just like, oh, he's an engineer. Like, uh, excuse yeah. me. <laughs> the reason she knew is because one of her best friends from college was an engineer, um, and she said that he like wore it for graduation, and then promptly took it off, which is probably what any rational that, person should do. That would be so funny though if you did show up to an engineering firm and like everybody. <laughs> <laughs> wearing pinky rings. <laughs> I yeah. mean, I, oh mine would God. be like cool. I would want to put like a little pizzazz on it. Fuck it, it. Si- like turn it into just a signet. Which, by the way, I, I after this conversation, I've been thinking about it. I have my grandfather's signet, which is a pinky ring. And after this conversation, I'm thinking I probably should never ever think about wearing it. Oh, my- the plane is crashing. We need an engineer. <laughs> Anybody have a pinky ring on? Not me. No. 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 <laughs> My grandfather too also had a pinky ring that has been gifted down to me that I do not oh, have the confidence toilet. to rock. Let's go. Let's do it. We can do it. If you <laughs> if you do it, I'll do it. Okay, we'll do if it. If you together. show me yours, I'll show you mine. <laughs> um, I just thought like this was an interesting story, and the choice to continue wearing it was pretty interesting. Um, and I'm wondering if your professions had a, a similar type of accessory. Um, either one that you have to wear or one otherwise like on your desk or things like that. Like I feel like Zach would have like a golden calculator right there. Yeah. 10 key. That's more than 10 keys, but it looks mine, like it, mine is a bottle of liquor in my desk. There you go. Perfect. <laughs> Same. 
It's a rocks glass. This is for this is just like hour. a class ring person, and I don't like really trust uh, those kind of people. Definitely. Oh, uh, it's like Texas A and M people. Yeah, A and M. Oh my Does god! A&M imagine, imagine if you're imagine it. Yeah, they all wear class rings. Oh gross! Um, did you get Chewy started on it sometime? It's great. Um, imagine <laughs> if you were an engineer from A and M. Oh my it's god! Like, like you, you double up. Get, you can't even get married at that point. You have no and, more fingers. You yeah, and finger your ROTC, married. your pockets oh. are just full of challenge coins and rings. <laughs> <laughs> Go through help, a metal I, detector fifteen times at the airport. I uh, forgot help, some of my rings. Help! Help! I am just bogged down by all of this excess metal that I have to carry with me at all times. Sorry, <laughs> Never. Talking about participation trophies, like you're coming out of college with like 50 medals and ribbons and rings. Yeah, toilet. Mine is having to have like 32 or 28 extra credit hours. Um, Sorry, I zoned out because I'm getting ready to antagonize our friend uh, Chewy here. Do you keep an apple on your desk, toilet? No, there is a teacher um, who I really like and respect who does give a, an apple out to a lot of their teacher friends at the start of every school year, which is kind of cute. Um, but yeah, sometimes it's a gift, like an apple, like I have like an apple thing that like holds post-its, I guess, but it's like in a drawer somewhere. It's kind of a weird tradition, right? Yeah, I don't giving, know where that came from. Giving your teacher an apple. I'm going to look it up right now because I don't know where it comes from. Probably like in pre like public school era times when teachers needed like were paid in food this is exactly okay you look this up according no, to I didn't. in the 1700s poor families in denmark and sweden gave teachers baskets of apples as payment for the children's education that seems like a pretty poor barter <laughs> we'll teach for produce we'll teach for apples i'll teach for brisket i'm, I'm, inc- I'm incredibly iron and Rib protein eyes. deficient from my diet of 100 <laughs> percent the bushels of apples i would teach for a ribeye every day teacher comes home and it's like great the family's paid me in bushels of apples <laughs> but like seven families have paid me in bushels of apples what are you gonna do in the next week with all these apples i'd kill for a banana god bless <laughs> yeah. Father, I'm I'm breaking down because all we can drink is cider. (laughs) (laughs) I'm an alcoholic at the age of six. And this year in Scandinavia, that's at least two years ahead of schedule. (laughs) Um, Hey, boys, how do you guys feel about a break? We've been going for a cool hour. Yeah, Yeah, that's a great. I need to fill my water really quick. All right. Jazz. So on a similar note of Shorn and doing something that makes you feel like an absolute king of kings, <clears throat> we were in Toilette's backyard a couple weeks ago, and, uh, you know, the hornet's flying around. I kind of, like, wave at my ear, keep working. It flies around again. I wave at my ear. Flies around a third time. I'm like, God damn it. All right, you finally have my attention. I need to track you down, and we need to address this. Okay. This is Liam Neeson and Taken over here. So I'm holding the shovel because I'm I'm trying to like um, get out some uh, 
some, some grass we're like creating a dividing line in her garden and i'm like using the shovel to like create this barrier mm-hmm. and i just turn to this hornet and i see it kind of like buzzing at about like three feet off the ground and i'm like let's just do this and i grab the spade shovel and i just swing it as hard as i can and i nail it and kill it wow did you get a nice little you get a nice little ping reverb off of the off of the shovel yeah, I was like, oh, okay, maybe I nicked it, but then I saw it on the ground, and I just stood over it, and I screamed at it for, like, 15 seconds. And her neighbors called the police, seeing <laughs> a shirtless toilet holding a shovel, screaming at the ground in the backyard. I felt like like one shot, one kill, like those t-shirts, like, I felt like I deserved to, like, go buy one of those. Stand for Stand for the flag, kneel to take aim. <laughs> This house uh, is defended by shovel. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that felt really good. Um, my sister or my cousin actually also got me this um, shotgun that shoots yeah. pellets of salt. Yeah, the bug, bug assault. assault. Yeah, you guys have heard of this. This thing uh, yeah. does not work at all. Get, can you shoot your friends and will they feel it though? I think that's the question. Yeah, I think it's about shooting your friends now. Like that's all, the, or like. Maybe like peppering a steak and like going viral on TikTok for like all those weird food hacks. Hey, food hack! It's like shoot those, your steak. It's like those uh, electrified tennis rackets that are supposed to be like enhanced fly swatters that people will give as gifts sometimes. Yeah, those are literally just about like zapping your friends with it. Yeah, it's not actually the intended purpose at all because they wouldn't be able to sell it otherwise. Like, we have not created a more effective bug-killing device than the rolled-up magazine. Um, so it that simply led... does not exist. I would agree. Uh, this led me into my second thought, which is, when you find things that are dead, why are they always on their backs? Um, That's a good question, because it's not just insects, is it? Yeah. Or maybe it's yeah. like just like how like dead dogs and cats and stuff like that are depicted. Okay, I don't know why you had to go right to dogs and cats, but... Or a dead skunk. Like, what do you want me to say here? A dead raccoon? I like that better. Okay, so I just Googled it. As the bug nears death, normal blood flow ceases, causing the legs to contract inwardly. Without the support of the legs, the body becomes top-heavy and usually falls upside down. Okay, there you go. There you go. I assume it's similar reasons for other dying yeah. animals that happen to just like dump on their uh back and go yeah over but i guess the, like, go over the rainbow bridge the back or the side <laughs> i don't know why i would feel like the side would make more sense but i guess i guess that's where we are maybe that's how we should like expand the term we i mentioned the electric tennis racket thing and now zach is literally like probably just digging through his attic looking for it <laughs> we, we just got back from a break and it's like i'm just gonna jump off well i've got two two uh topics here that i know you are a thousand percent on board with so i think this is one that we can carry without zach here okay absolutely um, snapple iced tea has the biggest gap of eliteness from itself to the next best iced tea than any other food product. I 100% agree. Um, I I think that they've really nailed it in terms of like the golfing class between 
Um, I mean, you know that I'm a big fan of the raspberry iced tea. Mm -hmm. That that is an elite beverage. Mm -hmm. I am always willing to pony up the six bucks at Mariano's to pick up a six pack of that. Yep. Um, And if it's on sale, I might be getting two or three. They're just delicious. They're sweet, but not too sweet. Caffeinated, good for a summer morning or good for any time, really. Any time. So I know the thousands of fans out there will say, Toilet, don't you like Arizona? Yeah, I do like Arizona. It has its place in time for like a 75-cent tall boy, you know, on a hot day in the summer or whatever. But Snapple, just I had a diet peach Snapple this past weekend out of a glass bottle. And it oh, was yeah. On a hot day in the summer, and it was <sighs> perfection. Oh, it's just at- something hits different when a Snapple is cracked in the middle of a hot the, that, like nice little pop you got the fat on the underside you're really cooking with gas there yeah um yeah arizona like we're in our 30s now i can't be having 75 grams of sugar as like you win, a- you win this round luke i can't find <laughs> i can't find my cowbell <laughs> Oh, I thought state, you went... state just went up six to four. Oh, Let's go! Yeah. Oh, top of the head. Clang a 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 clang. I thought I thought you left because you wanted to pull out like the bug zapper thing and show us, and that you were just like going through your garage looking for that novelty item. Hey, hey, hey! Going through Papa's garage. His tools. His rules. His tools. His rules. <laughs> my father-in-law laughed very hard at that toilet. Although, oh yeah, Katie was like trying to explain away that it was like a joke, and he's like, "Oh no, but this is great. You always know whose garage it is now." <laughs> that's that's great that he just earnestly like kind yeah, of yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly he wanted one. <laughs> this is the world's stupidest pregnancy announcement. This is Ben. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, for the listeners, Zach and Toilet in their uh, misadventures when Toilet visited Nashville got some ironic word art for Zach's house, which he purchased, um, including a sign that says Papa Gris's Garage, which is hanging in his tools. No one Bradley. ever, I believe, has referred to you as Papa. That's not a nickname that you have. No, um, nor but I'm proudly it. displaying all my tools. Yeah, we uh, we we knew that going into it but, that it wasn't a hundred percent dead on joke, but it has options down the road. Depending what, on what I happens. do, what I do like though is that Papa's Papa his tools, his rules, but I don't have any rules written, so it's all unwritten rules. Ah, yes. There you go. So you don't know I, if you're breaking one yet. I, I'm the gatekeeper of the unwritten rules mm-hmm. of the garage of the garage mm-hmm. of baseball. It's just like men needing to establish autonomous zones within their own house because <laughs> realistically it's their wife who controls the rules and like hey, the, the majority of the space. Zach, you can't drink a beer in a lawn chair at 2 a.m. on a Tuesday morning and just point at the sign. Yeah, <laughs> my tools, my rules. <laughs> um, well, while you were on your search, we just said that, um, well, I said, and Luke agreed, that Snapple is the most elite tea and that the gap between snapple and the next best tea is the widest gap of any other product i, that I can even think of. i agree i hate like the one pure leaf tea is trash Gross. arizona tea is fine but it's just like i that's my entire month's worth of sugar in one can yeah that's what luke was just saying and i would agree with that too i but. i don't very I, I i like to make my own tea really i prefer Ooh. my own tea 
Ooh. I'm big tea boy now. My own well, brand. Iced tea. Iced tea. Iced tea boy. How, how do you Louisiana. make? Do you put, do you yeah, put sugar you in it? No, I don't do. I'm I'm an unsweet tea guy. Well, yeah. I, I'll I'll like I'll maybe put like if I'm feeling a little saucy, I'll put a little uh, put a little Splenda in there just a just a ta- just a touch a skosh as they would say. Are you doing like a like a Kodak style, just like raw leaves? Dump them into the dump them into the the pitcher nah, I just, and let I it just see? Use the Louisiana the Louisiana tea bags. Okay. I also did buy some buy some crystal light packets because I might start venturing into my own Arnold Palmer mix, but don't oh. want to put the cart ahead of the Whoa. horse yet. Okay, what's Haven't the gotten there? What's your ratio? What do you rock it? Uh, I would probably actually do. I do. I like a little bit more tea to lemonade. Oh, me too. I'm like a seventy five percent unsweetened tea, twenty five percent regular lemonade. Yeah, that's that's probably good. I'd say if, as long as you go two thirds. To a third or three quarters to a quarter, I think that's an appropriate one. Otherwise, you're just drinking a uh, you're just drinking lemonade. Yeah, agreed. at that point, if you go anything bigger than that, and, and so then you... if you really want to get if you really want to get in touch with your roots, then you put Burnett's sweet tea vodka and mix it with lemonade, and that's a John we're, Daly. We're adults. We we drink Jeremiah weed. We don't have to use Burnett's. <laughs> there are higher quality tea flavored vodkas. My, my mix is... If t- you want to sponsor the pod, we'll take your money. Deep Eddy lemonade flavored vodka and Jeremiah weed tea flavored vodka, and I mix both of those, and I, that's in my Arnold Palmer. Yeah, that's a John Daly right there, brother, if I've ever heard of one. Uh, John Daly wishes he was drinking that. That's 100% 80 proof liquor in a cocktail. It's basically a John Daly martini. Uh, well, we just hit a bunch of my topics. We haven't hit any of Luke's yet. Luke, you want to jump in with one of yours? Um, sure. I think that we can keep the top one for a later date. And mm-hmm. I know that. Uh, yeah, I gotta, we... I gotta read that. I'm gonna read that on a drive up. I'm, I feel like a lot of those are funny. Um, I'm gonna. Do we want to do a recurring segment? Do we want to do stupid merchandise? Uh, I love stupid merchandise. Yeah, stupid merchandise. Let's go. <laughs> okay, so this one's a little bit different because um, this one isn't actually sports related and it didn't uh, come up through the Fanatics website. Um, this was an Amazon uh, find. I don't know if this Ooh, happens Happy Prime to... Day, by the way. Yeah, no free ads. Happy for Jeff Bezos, Bezos shout Day. Out, shout out, happy birthday, K-Bed. Jeff Bezos, birthday, K-Bed. Stay, stay on the moon. Um, but uh, I don't know if this happens to you guys on Instagram toilet. I don't think you have Instagram, but Zach, do you ever get ads from Amazon on Instagram where it's a, just a collection of 20 images of the yeah. most seemingly random stuff yeah. on You're earth? Like, how is any of this stuff related to any of my interests? Like you have all of Did my you have data. a better algorithm than you this? have my entire purchase history available. And my search your... history too. Yeah. Like, can't, can't we do a little bit better than, like, a garden shed and engineering pinky rings <laughs> and, like, a small appliance and, like, a 36-pack of pure leaf iced tea that I never <laughs> wanted? So, um, this isn't an Amazon link, but this is one of the ones that came up, and I think it's, like, a really sort of, like big extension into merchandise and is like a very big commitment in terms of um in terms of like how you want to style your home and the type of kitchen that you want to put together because i was served an ad for disney's the nightmare before christmas beach edition seven quart slow cooker 
<laughs> okay. Yes. So I'm going to get out in front did of this. You said this in the chat, please. He did. Oh, I did. there we go. Um, I My slow cooker broke a week ago, and I'm in the market for a new <laughs> one. And this is a pretty good price for one, albeit probably <laughs> a hideous one. But it would be a conversation starter. It's in stock. It's free pickup in store, too. You can get four interest-free payments on it with Klarna, which Klarna. sounds like which sounds like Swedish medicine that I would not want to take. Ooh, do, you but, get, do you get targeted ads for Klarna? I don't get ads for Klarna. I know that ASAP Rocky is involved in it to like a certain extent, but it's just one of those things where now apparently we can finance any purchase we make on the internet. It's a great idea. Finance this slow cooker. <laughs> Well, you can't slow. You can't because it's on orders over thirty five dollars, and this is thirty four ninety three. It also has five stars with eight reviews. I think we need to go down to the reviews, okay. fellas. Okay. Well, reviews. well, let me re- let me read the product description first before we get to the reviews, because we do need to paint a <laughs> so word picture ridiculous. of this stupid appliance for our um, audience. Inspired by Disney's The Nightmare Before Christmas, with a seasonal twist, this slow cooker features an undead beach day in a wraparound graphic. Jack Skellington, Sally, Oogie Boogie, and Lock, Shock, and Barrel enjoy a day on the waves while you enjoy the convenient cooking method of a slow cooker. Start your worm's worts soup early, let it simmer, and you'll have a deliciously spooky dinner. Spooky! So this crock pot is shaped like a conventional crock pot. Uh, it is the base is light blue and features pictures of Jack Skellington surfing on a coffin surfboard for some reason, and the lady skeleton sunbathing. The crock pot itself is orange, just looking like. I don't even I don't even think a college team has these colors sky blue and orange. The orange is like the burnt orange like a Texas orange. Yeah, it's like a te- yeah, it's like a burnt orange. This is uh, amazing. I can't believe anybody thought of this product. Like this okay. is this is so ridiculous. It's like like I I think there's a I think there's a world where I think there's a there's a subculture where Nightmare Before Christmas is like popular like i guess the people probably like my chemical romance i mean 100 that's true like nightmare on christmas is like still popular with like emo kids to whatever extent like that still exists yeah. and why are they at the beach families now they're having emo families and they but, need a crock pot but this isn't even themed like the movie they're at the <laughs> beach why are they at there was no beach scene in nightmare before christmas okay luke i know exactly why they're at the beach and i think you buried the lead here i need you all to scroll to the bottom where the reviews are and find the last one from big daddy dave big daddy dave gives a five-star review title it is fantastic (laughs) the review oh my i was looking for the perfect crock pot for my daughter she loves Nightmare Before Christmas, and she loves the beach. <laughs> Thank you for making a daddy very happy. Dave. Signed, Dave. I mean, Big Daddy Dave is a verified purchaser. I mean, for the person in your life who loves both Nightmare on Christmas and the beach and slow cooking, this is an absolute slam dunk of a gift. This website's full of a lot of stuff, like a lot of Funko Pop. 
Oh my god. Like a lot of Luke Luke, do you have any Funko Pops? Uh no. Really? Not. You don't have any? You skipped that whole fad? That's shocking. We had the Funko Pop place right right down the street from uh from our from our apartment. I I used to have one, but I think I lost it moving offices. But I only had like one. The the people who have like 60 of them are weirdos. Um, I have three from prominent video games that I support. Actually, I have two more from Game of Thrones as well. Uh, which three do you have? I have Spyro the Dragon, Crash okay. Bandicoot, and I have two Crash Bandicoots. And then I have um, <clears throat> Jon Snow and uh, what's her name? You Daenerys. knew nothing, Jon Snow. Jon Snow? You should get a model ship and have Jon Snow and Daenerys having sex on it. Yeah, that's how they're positioned right now. They're kind of scissoring. Uh, oh, of um, course. Yeah. Natu- naturally. We we might have made it to our 30s, but we still can't like look at two action figures and be like, kiss! Kiss! Uh, Zach, what uh, Funko Pops do you have? I don't have any Funko Pops. What? Neither of you? Mm-mm. Okay, do your partners have them? No. No. I don't think Katie knows what Funko Pop is. You guys, this is insane. This is the craziest thing we've ever talked about. The fact that none of your partners. Oh, I mean, have... I'm not, I'm not, I'm not opposed to buying a Funko Pop of something that I enjoy, but I probably would not spend a ton of money on Funko Pops. I mean, I've gotten them as gifts, but I think it's crazy that no one's ever uh, bought you guys them. Luke, this this website sells Japanese baseball jerseys. Oh, that's interesting. That's actually pretty sick. I'm trying to find the most expensive Funko Pop. There's probably one that's made out of like solid platinum. Okay, I found the most expensive one. How much do you think it is? And what do you think it is? I'm going to say it's $45,000. Oh. Uh, am, I, am I low? Uh, No, you're very high. Oh, okay. I don't think this is like a crazy website like that. Oh, is this just like... Not like at auction. This, what is the, the most expensive value or Funko Pop? Is it just like what you can find on the internet? That was on this website specifically, but now I'm gonna go to most expensive Funko Pop. Uh, what was it on this website, and who was it of? It was Pikachu, and it was a hundred dollars. That's a lot for Pikachu. I feel like there's got to be a lot of those. You know what I mean? Like just Pikachu, not even Pikachu <laughs> wearing a hat, not like Detective Pikachu special edition. Oh. We've got, um, okay, so now I've found a blog, and I'm, it's going to take me a while to scroll all the way to the bottom because there's a 1,000 ads, but um, your uh, original guess was 40,000? Yeah, 45,000. Okay. All right, and Zach? Oh, how much? The, the, the most Funko Pop? The most expensive Funko Pop. This on auction? Um, this is according to the internet website, uh, WealthyGorilla.com. Oh, <laughs> a trusted source to yes. all. Um, Wealthy Gorilla. I'll go. I'll, I'll go lower than Luke. I'll go like twenty-one thousand. Okay. Do you guys have any guesses for what it is of? Oh, it's probably like um, Groot or something. Groot. <laughs> is it? Is it Zero Suit Samus or Bikini Samus? <laughs> <laughs> Um, according to Wealthy Gorilla, uh, the cost is $13,300 for a glow-in-the-dark Alex DeLarge Clockwork Orange Funko. 
Wow. Whoa. That is not what I was expecting. Yeah. For the real the real fans out there. That's uh that's crazy. Oh wow, yeah. Okay, Alex Delarge. Oh yeah. It's kind of frightening. It's kind of frightening for sure. It glows in the dark though. Yeah, I, mean, I think that like dovetails with that crowd's love of like the steampunky slash uh what would what we just talked about nightmare before Christmassy kind of like oh, Tim Burton type hold, hold world. on hold on a second i think that there's a big difference between like stanley kubrick and tim burton no and i'm not I, saying I, i'm I, not I saying i'm not calling stanley kubrick but i'm just saying like the garb that alex wears and like the 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 um you know, eye makeup that he has as well. Yeah, too. I, I mean, I have to defend this corner because I do have a poster for a Clockwork Orange, like the cinematic release in my yes. house, framed in my house. Um, so I feel like my I Drew sort is. of have to defend myself as not being a Nightmare Before Christmas person. Um, <laughs> well, I mean, you you did get targeted advertisements to you. I mean, for a that's true. From a Nightmare Before Christmas at the beach. I mean, I had been Google searching where can I get an Invader Zim tattoo very frequently <laughs> recently. <laughs> Just all of a sudden I've been wanting to watch Salad Fingers. Uh, Zach, you sent a, uh, a link here for a SpongeBob Krusty Krab soccer jersey that I yeah, want. I probably, I if I was still going to music festivals, I think I probably would have bought that. <laughs> I want to customize the back, though. I don't want the back to say SpongeBob number one. Just what? Like Star 69? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Star 69 for sure. <laughs> Hell yes. All right. That's pretty dumb merchandise. Well done, Luke. Thank you. Uh, I'll always keep my eyes peeled. There are other Nightmare Before Christmas crockpots, by the way. There is one that is like more traditional Nightmare Before Christmas, but uh, I had to go with the beach one because that seems insane to me. It is. Oh, this this website's also got some cool like uh, Japanese style bowls where you can also rest your uh, you could rest your chopsticks on. That this looks pretty cool. Um, oh, also, I got served an ad for a Baby Yoda themed instant pot. Ooh. Just in case you wanted one of those, like to you know commemorate your love of the Mandalorian with a small kitchen appliance that will eventually go for three bucks at a garage sale. Oh, dude, they have the Blues Clues, Mr. Stalt, Mrs. Pepper, and Paprika Shaker set. I saw that too. I kind of want that. I actually, yeah, I actually kind of want that too. Kind of want That's that. That's like a nostalgia trip right there. <sighs> uh, can I, mean, I br- this, we asked the question, like, why would anybody do merchandising like that? This is why, because some guy is going to stumble over this corner of the internet and find that thing that, like, scratches the itch for them. Yeah, like toilet toilet buying a 1996 Grateful Dead Lithu- Team Lithuania basketball t-shirt. Yeah, that was sick. That's a sick <laughs> vibe. Um, all right, Zach sent another one, which is for the office themed crock pot but it's only a two quart slow cooker not a seven quart slow cooker man this one is really bad this oh, one is dude, just... there's a disney toy store pizza maker from pizza planet the office one just has like a thousand different jokes jam-packed onto the front. 
It, but yeah. it's not a thousand jokes. It's just like the same six jokes repeating. That's true, yeah. Oh, a baby Yoda waffle maker. Um, can I get us away from uh, stupid merchandise? <laughs> yes, sure. We're down the stupid my, merchandise hole again. My brain is melting. Um, I'd like to direct our conversation back to Sporps. Okay. And I'd like to talk about the 2021 NBA draft lottery. Okay. So this is going to be the episode that comes out tonight. Uh Oh, it doesn't have to be. No, it's fine. I'm never going to talk about the draft lottery again, so it might as well be tonight. This is not topical at all because the Chicago Bulls are irrelevant because they don't have a pick. That is true. The Bulls uh, do not have a pick. The, and honestly, I don't really care. Like we, The Orlando Magic now have what would have been the Bulls pick at eight, and from what we're all hearing, it doesn't sound like there's any gems in this year's draft lottery beyond like the first four picks maybe if you're being generous yeah um so who cares we have vucevic and we're moving on yeah this last uh big board that I looked at on tankathon has franz wagner a small forward from michigan sophomore oh, that's mo wagner's brother oh well he probably sucks he probably sucks um who got the first pick in the draft the Pistons. The Pistons. Let's go. Oh, the Pistons won the Cade Cunningham lottery, huh? Yeah, he'll be out of there in four mm. years. Yeah. <laughs> or he'll just suck because it's the Pistons. Um, the sleeping giant of NBA basketball, the Pistons. Dude, if you ever want to look at something and like make yourself laugh, like look at what Stan Van Gundy did as GM coach of the Pistons. Uh, what Quite are ridiculous. What are you referencing? Oh, I mean, he just basically gutted the fucking team and then was fired. Oh, you well, mean like they, LeBron James doing that to the Cleveland Cavaliers? Basically, but he won them a championship. LeBron won them a championship. The Pistons won a few championships in yeah, 1990. Uh, 2005? Oh, 2004. 2004. My bad. Larry Brown. I'm just, Stan Van Gundy coached them for like the last two years or two years ago or something like that. He basically traded the entire team for a busted, busted Blake Griffin. Yeah, I mean, I don't really. It's like hard to like even look at these results because, like, like fuck the Pistons. They won recently enough where like I don't really care. Houston kind of like screwed their own, you know, situation by like being up what three two or three one to the Warriors the year that they could have played the Raptors. Like that's kind of their own fault. Like Cleveland kind of shoots themselves in the foot over and over again. Toronto was just good, just won a championship. Like Orlando, I guess, is the one that you kind of feel bad for because they've just kind of sucked. But even when they like just came into the league, they were pretty good. So, and they were in the finals in 2009. So, like a lot of Oklahoma City, they were in the finals in 2013. Like, I don't know. It's just kind of crazy to see like all like how volatile it is in the NBA where you can be like pretty great and then like 10 years later, like fall into absolute like not, not even in the conversation of like relevancy yeah man it's a fickle business with the salary cap and everything like it's really hard to keep a team consistently good for a long period of time yeah so i guess that just turns our attention to the second tab i have opened is the 2021 nba free agents and there's not a lot of talent here boys not this <laughs> Not to uh, make everyone real sad, yeah. but Tony Snell's available, so maybe we can hit that. Snelly cat himself. Luke, <laughs> I, I, I really do think that Ben Simmons is probably going to be a bull. Do oh. you really? 
Yeah. They're going to trade Kobe and Lowry for Ben Simmons. You think that's going to happen? The Bulls don't have picks to trade. They're not going to no. give them the best offer. Oh no, I know, but it's Zach just Levine? Seems like, it just seems like it happened. No. No. Straight up? One no. for one? No. 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 God, no. Nobody would do that. Neither. Zach Levine's stock is way higher than Ben Simmons at this Sham point. God, really? No. Really? Oh, yeah, dude. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Ben Simmons was getting benched in the fourth quarter of playoff games. Zach Levine would have played how many minutes is an NBA game? 48? 48. He would have played. He would play 47 of 48 minutes. I don't know. I think Zach Levine kind of sucks. <laughs> well, I, I don't know. I, well, I don't. I don't know if he's an all star, but he's certainly mu- or a, a superstar. But he's certainly better than Ben Simmons. Uh, Zach Levine. Are you is one serious? Of the, Wait, are you serious? Toilet. Are, okay, are you be taking in like like their like uh, NBA? This, this is the hot take that we needed to spark yeah, this conversation. Yeah, <laughs> I, I can't. Be- I can't even believe this is a conversation right now. Okay, do you? Are we looking at this in like uh, I don't even know what the game is like NBA Jam NBA Live is that like the game like that people play I don't play any basketball video games two K two K okay so two K so you take all the stats you think Zach Levine has higher stats if you take everything into consideration over Ben Simmons not well probably not if you're talking about two K well they're, actually they're probably pretty close in two K no Zach would probably well, have one of them better. is an NBA player who can't shoot and is passing up layups. Okay, I'm going to go to 2K ratings. Also, like, Zach Levine is one of the most efficient and best volume scorers in the league. I think that they would play very well next to each other. Like, I've talked myself into believing that that could be the case where, like, Ben Simmons is a ball handler who is big, plays very good defense, but has, like, a shooter who always has the green light next to him from anywhere on the court. Well, he's more of a traditional point guard, just not a traditional point guard size, right? More of a distributor first and that play good defense and stir the pot that way rather than being the Derrick Rose, you know, type of point guard. And he also has the yips, which you can't really discount as, like, being a thing at the moment. Chuck Knobloch playing basketball. Not Um, He's not quite there yet, but... So... Um, according to whatever crappy website I'm on, Zach Levine is an 88 and Ben Simmons is an 86. So he does have, uh, Zach Levine does have higher um, overall rating. Um, but I would say if we're kind of looking at like the Atlanta Hawks model versus like Ugh. the 76ers model, like the Hawks have a transcendent scorer in Trey Young and everything is kind of built around his game of being able to score a lot, but also being a pretty good playmaker. Would you guys agree with that? And a shitty defender. And a shitty defender. So you've got that, and you've got Zach Levine. Would you say those are kind of comparable plays? I mean, Zach Levine is not the playmaker that Trey Young is, or the passer, or that kind of thing. But would you say they're kind of similar? I I mean, I would say that they're similar. They're volume shooter, bad defense. Zach Levine has like way more size than Trey Young. Okay, but he, I I don't know if he. I think if he really. I think if he really wanted to be a better defender, he would. But he's that being, experiment he's being, is over. That's not no, happening. no, no, no. He's being asked to do too much on the offensive end. Like we, that's we know that for sure. He's being asked to do too much, and he okay. does no tank. He's not enough to like. He's not a Jimmy Butler type player. He's just going to have endless amounts of energy. So we've had a couple years here in the Zach Levine experiment, and uh, in all those times of having 
a team kind of pseudo built around him, we haven't made the playoffs. We finished 13th, 13th, 11th, and 11th in That's the good Eastern point. Conference That's in the last point. four years. So I That's feel like they're, we're moving. I, I think we should move on from Zach Levine. I think that they're obviously at their wits end with Ben Simmons. It's time to try something different. Not saying that Ben Simmons is going to be the key to unlock a deep playoff run, but I think that Zach Le- or Ben Simmons could at least get this team into the playoffs. Okay, relevant again. Well, since since I'm on basketball reference, I am obliged to say what Ben Simmons' nicknames are. So you ready to go? Oh, there we go. Okay, so he's got a bunch. So he's Fresh Prince. I don't think anybody's ever called him that. No, nobody calls him the Peace, Fresh Prince. Peacemaker. No, he broke the locker room. Benny. <laughs> That's just his name is Ben. Like that's just an unoriginal nickname. Um, sure. The Yank. I guess we didn't go. Did he play in Australia? No, he's Australian. Wait, he's Australian. Why is he called the Yank? Because he has American parents. I think maybe. I don't uh, know. Big Ben. Okay. Yeah, real original and the Wizard of Oz. Mm. Oh yeah, because people call Australia Oz. Okay. Oh okay. Awesome. And, and then okay. again, Zach Levine, Young Hollywood, and. Flight 8. Gross. Never heard of Flight 8 before. Very gross. What about Little Dog? <laughs> little Dog was... Um... Oh, fuck. Who's Little Dog? I thought that was uh... Zach Levine. No. Uh... What? That can't be right. Is Glenn Robinson coming up? No way. Uh, my point is that... I think that the Zach Levine experience is over. I think the the cap on him is, oh, he can score a lot of points and make some cool highlights, but he's not a (laughs) substance player that you're going to actually do anything notable with. He's a role player. Like, maybe his next... No, he's better than a role player. You can't have Zach Levine as a role player. I'm saying, like, if he went to the Sixers, you have Joel Embiid, who's the star. He's the man. He's the captain, whatever. Like, Zach Levine is the second banana. He could be a, a, a nice second banana, maybe third banana. I, I think personally that with Vucevic, if it was Levine and Simmons on the Bulls, that team makes the playoffs. Ew. E- easily. What? Why ew? Levine and Simmons? <laughs> yes. Versus Simmons and Vuce? No, Vucevic, Levine, and Simmons on a team together. Oh, yeah. That, okay. team, yeah, that team for sure makes it. That, that okay, team okay. kicks ass. I thought you were saying instead of trading one for one Levine for Simmons, you do uh, Vucevic for Simmons. So you have Levine and you have. The the other anyway. issue is that Simmons' contract is fucking Abysmal. brutal. Yeah, it is like the worst contract in the NBA all of a sudden. Oh, and he's 24 no. years old. No, it's not. It's definitely Russell Westbrook. But <laughs> well, I no, because Russell Westbrook can like drag a team to the playoffs come hell yep. or high water on As his own. toilet nose. It was about to be Chris Paul, but Chris Paul played out of his goddamn mind this year. So I can't say it's Chris Paul's contract, but no, it's um, like Simmons, John Wall and Russell Westbrook, depending on who is. Like sucking the most, so I guess it's John Wall. Congratulations, you have the worst contract in the NBA. Congratulations, mm. John Wall. But <laughs> no, but no team is going to want to take that on. Capologist Zach, what's Ben Simmons' contract? It's like thirty million or something like that. Let's see. Um, Sub uh, bird rights. I don't know. That's oh, just what bird I hear rights. People say. Oh, okay. So he just level exception. This. Yeah, yeah. trade trade exception. Yeah, I think I think it's like the Carson Wentz thing where it was like 
he signed his extension early or whatever, and it okay. actually hasn't come in. He actually hasn't started that contract. He played so shitty at the tail end of his previous one, and then people are like, oh, fuck. And also, same city, too. How you doing, Eagles? Okay, so we've got this year he made 30, and then he basically goes up 3 million every year. 33, 35, 37, 40, and 20, 24, 25. Oh, my God. Better hope those TV deals stay the exact same over the next, you know, five years. The names at the top of the uh, free agents are absolutely brutal. No one yeah. is going to want any of these guys. And this is just in order of how much money they made this past year. You've got names like Mike Conley, $30 million. But is it that amount, though? Like, basically, like, you don't get to bargain any of that amount. Like, they have to get paid a certain one because of veteran status or whatever? That's what they got paid this past season. Okay. Um, I don't know if you're allowed to – I would assume you're allowed to offer less than that. But that's just – they – you know, that's what they're kind of basing. I mean, if it they're offer. unrestricted free agents, then you can offer the veteran minimum, I suppose. Yeah, he, that's what these guys are. Because Chris Paul is has the most. He made forty million this year, and he has a player option, and so does Kawhi Leonard. He made well, thirty four. He's going to take that. Yeah. Um, you got Kyle Lowry, mm. thirty five years old. You got mm. Demar Derozan, thirty two years old. What? Demar finally bad? comes to the Bulls a decade after we were asking for it. <laughs> You've got Otto Porter Jr., who made guess how much money this past season. Guess how much money Otto Porter Jr. made. Wasn't he on like twenty four million or something like oh that? Oh my god, no. six. Six million. <laughs> yeah, dude, that contract sucked. 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 Uh Victor Oladipo made twenty one this past season for uh Houston. Forgot he got traded to Houston. Forgot about that. Um, and then a bunch of names of guys you don't want. Goran Dragic, Tim Hardaway Jr., Dennis Schroeder, Evan Fournier, Danny Green, number one Churro, Andre Iguodala, Kelly Oubre Jr., just a bunch of people you don't want. So probably the Bulls are going to suck again next year is what I'm saying. They have no – they have no like, – I, what are you going to do for a point guard? Like you can't – you have no options. I had to scroll down to Lonzo Ball, who made $8 million this past year. He's 23 years old. Yeah, it's it's Lonzo Ball. That's their only option is Lonzo Ball. He made or, Der- or Derek. He made 300,000 more oh my God, than Could you could you possibly imagine? He Derek Rose is going to stay with the Knicks. Yeah, I would imagine. Ooh, what about and... Ish Smith? <laughs> Ish Ish Smith. That's what but... we're talking about right now. We're like, uh, maybe not Ben Simmons, Ish Smith. <laughs> Ooh, Chris Dunn. But he's got player option. Archie Diakono is 27 years old. Yeah, he He's was been like in the league for a while too. He was no. like twenty five when he came out of college. Jeez. <laughs> yeah, he got a graduate degree, I'm sure, or a couple. Mm. Ooh, Svi Mikhailuk. Let's go. Oh yeah, I would I would do Svi. I would do that. Who? Svi Mikhailuk, he played for Kansas and like wore like a giant baggy white t shirt. Come on, Luke, Zach, <laughs> you're the you're the Kansas guy. He plays I for know. the Pistons. Oh god. Um, well, we, we know he's he's going to be competing with Cade Cunningham now. I'm confused by some of the like some of these salaries don't make any sense. Cinderius Thornwell made eleven thousand dollars this past year. That's a bargain. I mean, you got to do that. Cash considerations. Prince himself, Jordan Bell, made a thought eleven thousand dollars last year. That must mean he's on a two way contract or something. Oh, maybe. I remember when we thought we totally 
like missed that and they started him against the bulls and he had like a thunderous dunk in like the first two minutes and we were all like oh my god what'd we do and then it's like oh actually he just you know he's on the warriors and he's you know what guys <laughs> actually i have it settled um zach has fixed the bulls all right I who are we signing bulls. all right let's do it point guard <clears throat> 27 years old six years of experience he will be a ufa he's in his early bird he made about a little over $1 million this past year. Wait, let me find him. No, 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 don't. Don't, because it's going to ruin it. <laughs> he may. He's currently still playing. Oh, okay. well, that's usually helpful. Yeah. His name is Cameron Payne. Bring it oh. home. <laughs> he's on the Suns. Isn't he having, I'm like, kind of a good home. year? Coming I'm coming home. home. Tell the world I'm coming home. Let's just... Ooh, Gary Trent Jr., uh, you guys Luke. didn't like that. Ta- the tank commander could come back and lead us to the promised land. I was always a big campaign guy, and I got made. Oh, fun of stop a lot. it! You were not. Nobody ask Reagan. Was a, nobody was a campaign guy. I'm gonna ask Reagan right now. I don't. So okay, he, here's a question. Fine, congratulations. You were a fan of a guy who wasn't that good with the Bulls, and now he's having a modicum of success. Uh, here's a question for you. Would you totally mortgage the future for Damian Lillard? Sure, why not? Because like, or are no, all you need to do is just have fucking cap space set aside until the next star gets angry or gets upset about where he's playing. Come to the coldest city in the United States. We're gonna fucking suck next year, aren't we? If, if you're good enough, people no. might start to compare you to Michael Jordan. They're, they're going to fall somewhere between 12 and 8 toilet. Oh, they're going to probably make the play-in tournament, and it'll be exciting, and then they'll get bounced. And That's what we said this year. Well, they were trending towards that, and then, okay. I don't know, something happened. So we've got Vooch on the books for 24, Levine on the books for 19, Thad Young on the books for 14, Al Farouk Aminu for 10, Yes, that's that's what's gonna turn the bulls around. Is that ten million dollars for Alpha Rukamino? Ten for Sadaransky. Seven for Patty Billy Boy Bobby Boy. Kobe White at six. Troy Brown Jr. at six. And Archie Diacono has a club option. All right. <laughs> and and that got... was the Bulls' contracts. Well, there, there's a bunch of guys. There's a ton of guys here that are up for negotiations. The first one being Lori Markkinen. Uh, no, Laurie Markkinen's not going to be on the Bulls next year. Oh, that's yeah, sad. He's gonna he's gonna get traded or what? RFA'd? No. Um, I don't know. He's restricted bird right now. It says, and then Felicio His wings t- are clipped. Valentine Temple. Everyone is. Oh my basically. god! They should is resign Felicio. Felicio. Done? Yeah, Felicio's done. Is this contract up after this? Fourteen year? million off the books. That's crazy. And we have the pick overall number 40. Let's go. I mean, that could be Draymond Green. So cap space, luxury tax. Wait, luxury tax space? What about about Devon Dotson? I mean, like, he had a pedigree in college. Like, I'm going to give him a shot. Um, He can't can't be worse than... And no, Kobe, Kobe White got hurt, too. Our current cap space is 66 million. Boys, we're going to be spending that money. Let me just tell you that. Oh, yeah. (laughs) 
Alright guys, I think that just about does it now that we've gone through every single player on the polls of what they are <laughs> planning to make next year. <laughs> Alright, I guess that's Call your mother. I'm belated call to your father. Hold up, man. Hold up, Tommy.